What's up, everyone? Welcome to another UFC Quick Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC Noche this weekend. Alexa Grasso versus Valentina Shevchenko in the main event. 11 fights on the slate. Should be a pretty exciting card. I think there's going to be a lot of fun fights, a lot of big scores on DraftKings. As usual, I'm going to give you my favorite cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup I like from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and why don't you comment below? Give me your favorite contrarian option. Let's go out on a limb this week. I think the the ownership is going to be pretty condensed in a few places, and, and being unique is going to help uh, make you stand out from the field. If you can hit on the correct fighter, I'll give you at least one that I like in, in this grouping, but... I am looking to be a little bit more contrarian this week, so curious to hear what you all have to say. Without further ado, let's get into my cash gameplay of the week, which is going to be Valentina Shevchenko. All right, going with the main event favorite here, Valentina Shevchenko in cash games at 8.5K. She was something like minus 900 in her last fight against Alexa Grasso, which she lost by fourth round submission, now minus 165, 8.5K. Much more... Uh, much easier to roster, I should say, this week. And also, you know, unlike last card where Shevchenko was, you know, going to be, was highly owned against Grasso. Grasso is cheap, pretty low owned. Ownership should be a lot more competitive this week, I would say. Both girls should be highly owned. I like Shevchenko, though. I mean, she scored 81 points in a fourth round loss. She landed 87 significant strikes, four takedowns, nearly five and a half minutes of control. I do think striking could be competitive at times, but um, that, that's not the way Shevchenko typically scores DraftKings points. Anyway, she did land four takedowns against Alexa Grasso on six attempts. I think that path is clear for her once again. I do respect the submission grappling of Alexa Grasso, but Shevchenko is a much more physical fighter, a much better wrestler, and has a clear path to top control. At 8.5K, I mean, she doesn't have to score 120 points um, to pay off in cash games. And I just think any sort of victory in five rounds is going to be worth it at this price tag. Even a loss. I mean, 81 points at 8.5K is not the worst thing in the world. So I just, I think her wrestling and control time gives Shevchenko significant, uh, significant floor and ceiling in this matchup. I like the price tag. Very strong cash game option and tournament option on this week's card. Moving on to my tournament play of the week. I'm going to give out a contrarian, hopefully contrarian target here with Lupi Godinez at 9.4K. And the reason I think she's going to be contrarian is, A, the price tag. It's hard to pay up this week at all. The bottom tier of underdogs is just disastrous. And then Godinez is priced right between... Raul Rosas Jr. and Charlie Campbell, who have insanely strong inside distance lines. Rosas is like minus 190 to win in round one. Hard for me to not imagine he's gonna, you know, not gonna be popular this week. I think Rosas will carry a ton of ownership. Campbell, minus 300 or so inside the distance. These these fighters are gonna soak up a lot of ownership. It's gonna be hard to play them, you know. And Godinez at 9.4K, and I just think she's going to get overlooked in what's a really good matchup for her against Elise Reed, who is a competent striker, but not a very competent grappler. Elise Reed's been taken down by all six of her UFC opponents. She, she's been finished on the mat by Sajara Eubanks and Sam Hughes and Loma Luke Boonmi. That That is not good. 
and Lupe Godinez averages nearly three and a half takedowns landed per 15 minutes. She sometimes boxes when she should wrestle, so there, there's, you know, there's risk here, but she, <clears throat> excuse me, she landed five takedowns in a round one submission win against Silvana Gomez-Juarez. She landed, you know, five takedowns against Loma Luke Bunmi. She landed eight takedowns against Ariane Carnalossi. She can definitely wrestle, and if she wrestles here, she's going to smash Elise Reed. She's going to take her down. She's going to control her. And I just wouldn't be that surprised if it led to a submission. Godinas is not an elite submission grappler, but she's capable. And if she has that much ground control time, I think she could definitely pull it off. She's plus 145, plus now plus 135 to win inside the distance, which is a really good number. Um, if she's going to be chalky, then this is a different conversation. But I just think she's going to be overlooked at this price tag. I really like her floor and ceiling in a wrestling dominant win. Definitely a contrarian option I am looking to pivot toward this week in tournaments. All right, moving on to my salary play of the week. I am going to give out Jasmine Jazdavicius at 8K. I just, I don't feel comfortable giving out a, a cheap 7K or 6K option. That I'm going to sprinkle a lot of them in. I'm going to play Yagos, Nelson, Frem, some Alex Reyes. The, you know, the, the upper 7K range makes sense too. It's just... They're, they're big underdogs. They're not talented fighters, most of them. I, I think most of them are going to lose. I, it's really hard for me to recommend investing in any of them. The mid-range is kind of where I have more interest. And Jezavicius at 8K has some appeal. I do think this fight should be lined competitively against Tracy Cortez as it is. Cortez is minus 18 to win Jazavicius plus 103. And I just I, I like the aggression in both sides. I like the grappling urgency in both sides. And both girls have shown a decent floor and ceiling, even in decision wins. Cortez has, you know, scored 80, 87, 80, 103. That, that's not bad in four decisions. Jazdavicius has scored 85, 86, and 105 in three decisions. And I slightly lean toward Jazdavicius in this fight. I do like the $200 price discount. Neither girl's going to rate out well, plus 475 inside the distance, but I like Jazdavicius' aggression. And when you combine aggression with capable grappling, you can put up big scores. And, and Cortez is probably the better wrestler here, but Cortez is kind of kind of needs to take Jazdavicius down and lay on her, where Jazdavicius may not easily land takedowns but if she gets on top she could take the back she could land a ton of ground and pound she's very aggressive on the feet as well a much bigger girl than tracy cortez and i favor jazavisius striking a little bit i think the optics are going to look better for her and you know i'm not going heavy on jazavisius at 8k i also like kevin holland right below her at 7.9k but Jezevicius at 8K, I think, has a solid floor and ceiling in, in a win. She's put up mid-80s to 100 points in her three-decision win. She doesn't need a finish. She's going to want to grapple here. Cortez just got taken down three times by Melissa Gatto. Cortez isn't a strong distance striker, so I think Jezevicius is more than capable of winning this fight, more than capable of exceeding value at this price tag, and um, I'm willing to buy into this matchup a little bit on DraftKings, and I will lean toward the Jezevicius side. All right, my matchup of the week here is going to be none other than Edgar Chires versus Daniel Da Silva Lacerda. 
Shirez is minus 253, De Silva plus 210 on DraftKings. Shirez 8.7K, De Silva, Lacerda 7.5K. I think we know the drill at this point on Lacerda's fights. He's fought in the UFC four times. He's lost four times. He's been finished in round one twice. He's been finished in round two twice. And he's not terrible. Like, he's somewhat talented. He has a ton of finishes on the regional scene. He can grab a little bit. He's somewhat of a dangerous striker. He's very aggressive. He just has no cardio, and he's not durable. And if he doesn't get you out of there quickly, which he has failed to do against any of his four opponents, he's going to gas out and get finished. And so it's given this this fight minus 550 inside the distance line, very likely to end inside the distance. Shirez minus 170 inside the distance, rates out extremely well at 8.7K. He may not win quickly, but unless De Silva wins in round one, Shirez is very likely to have superior cardio um, and probably hurt and finish Lacerda in the in the middle rounds. Um, and 8.7K, that, that's a pretty good price tag to pay. Significant upside. He'll be popular in tournaments, but I think you have to have Shirez there at 8.7K in some regard. Um, Lacerda at 7.5K. Again, this, this slate for underdogs is really bad. Lacerda's 0-4 in his UFC career, but he's plus 250 to win inside the distance here, fighting an opponent in Shirez who is not terrible, but is not phenomenal anywhere, kind of a weak defensive wrestler. So Lacerda has some matchup upside, and then we, mostly we just know that if if Lacerda wins, it's going to come early. So that gives him a really high fantasy ceiling, 7.5K. He'll, he'll, be, he'll get some ownership, but I think people will obviously be scared away by his 0-4 record, and he's not going to be chalk at 7.5K. This is just a really good matchup to target, one that's really likely to end inside the distance and one you should have moderate exposure to. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. You can go follow me on Twitter, Bert Apley, double T, double P, dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings breakdowns needs. Best of luck this week in your contest. Take care, everyone. Stay safe, and we will talk to you soon. Peace.